Business Bros is your show, where small business professionals just like you come to tell their stories. This podcast is for those who understand the number one rule in business, which is to be of service to others. Learn how today's professionals generate leads, what's working on social media, what's hot and what's not, straight from the mouths of those who are out there doing the real work. And now let's welcome your hosts, Hernan Cias, the real estate bro with eXp Realty, the cloud-based brokerage where top producers reign, and James Cias, the insurance bro with Pipeline Insurance, making sure you are covered because there's a lot riding out there. And now here are the business bros. Welcome to another episode of Business Business Bros. Always (laughs) with a delay. It's okay. Always with a delay. We're just going to go with it. That's right. Hernan Cias here, host of the Business Bros Podcast, where we're helping you create wealth today and generational wealth tomorrow. To, well, yeah, generational wealth tomorrow, along with my co-host. I got it. Yeah. The insurance bro, James Cias with Pipeline Insurance, where we empower licensed professionals to effectively add insurance to their existing businesses. And boy, oh boy, do we have a special episode for all of you today. Uh, it is another day of quarantine, but that does not stop the business bros and all of our amazing, wonderful, awesome guests. Joining us today, joining the business bros from the East Coast, is a man who knows your business grows only to the extent that you do. There was a lot of rhyming there. I just wanted to like, <laughs> that was good. That, you know, whatever. Uh, our guest today is a recruiter, coach, speaker, real estate investor, and Keller Williams team leader. Listen in today to hear more about this guest philosophy. Recruiting equals influence equals leadership. We are excited to have on the podcast today, and you can check him out at iloverecruiting.com. So please, welcome to the show, Mr. Adam Roach. Thanks, guys. What, a, what an incredible intro. That was awesome. Yeah, here's, here's the t-shirt. There's the oh. I Love Recruiting, right? We got it. I heart recruiting. <laughs> we got it. Love you. There it is. Adam. I yes. want to know a little bit about uh, Adam before all this stuff. How did you uh, decide to work your way into this whole I love recruiting thing? You know what? Uh, that's a great question. I think, yeah, I, I, honestly, I have no idea. Outside of that just seems to be what I was always doing my entire life. Think about it. I mean, come on. What were we, eight, nine, ten, tenth grade recruiting girls to go to dances with us, right? I mean, come on. We've been recruiting our whole lives, right? You probably – Recruited someone to, uh, well, you can't go have lunch today, but you probably recruited someone to go have lunch. No, uh, I was a tennis player. I went to college, played tennis. Uh, found out real quick on uh, the tour that I was an American, not a European. I was getting my butt kicked all the time. Got out of that line of work, got into the actual tennis business, uh, and built a tennis club in Beverly Hills called Beverly Hills Tennis, where when I started, we had, I don't know, maybe 15 pros. When I left, we had well over 25 pros. And that was because the owner, uh, who uh, he and I became partners, uh, he said, hey, listen, I need you to go build this club for me. And I thought, well, how do you build a club when you already got a, a, a finite number of courts? You go recruit tennis pros, right? I got into real estate in the early 2000s in Los Angeles, cut my teeth out there, found out real quick that uh, markets shift. That was the early 2000s all the way to the 2007, 2008 shift. Uh, and then I got into traditional sales in the Beverly Hills Keller Williams office uh, and then became a team leader after that in Indianapolis, Indiana and became a team leader down in Charleston, South Carolina. 2013, and here we are, 2020. I've owned three Keller Williams franchises. I was a MAPS coach, uh, operating principal, and at the beginning of 2019, I basically retired from all that, sold my Keller Williams franchise to focus on uh, I Love Recruiting, 
and we have three different platforms now. We have what's called Recruiting Bridge, we have what's called Exceed, and we have Chamber Scout. Chamber Scout is in the Chamber of Commerce world. So that's me in a nutshell. That's I love, I love that bio. Sounds scripted. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, tell me, tell me a little bit about the difference between recruiting and selling, because uh, they sound a lot the same, but they can be very different. What's your experience with that? Yeah, you know that's a great question. I think it's it's all perception, right? So so the way I look at recruiting is if I'm going to recruit you to do something, and that's why we have our equation, right? I'm, I'm probably going to influence you. Um, and the influence is I'm going to recruit you to, like I said in the beginning, go have lunch, or I'm going to recruit you to one of my companies, or we're going to recruit you, hell, we, we had to recruit our wives, our significant others, right? Um, <laughs> selling, on the other hand, in my opinion, is, uh, is it's just that. You know, the, Where my head goes right away, it, it goes to the auto industry. No offense if anybody sells cars, but it just kind of feels that way. I'm getting sold a car. Um, no one's asking me what my motivation is to buy the car, really. Um, they just know I'm walking on their lot and they want to sell me a car. Now, if you're coming into my company, or at least sitting down to want to come into my company, I'm gonna sit down and learn a lot about you. I'm gonna learn to see if there's an alignment between where it is you're looking to grow. And I say that a lot, where are you looking to grow to? And where, what can we do to help fill that gap between where you are and where, you, where you're looking to grow to? So that's the difference, I think, between selling and recruiting. Sounds to me like you're at the grocery store and when you're recruiting, you're kind of at the produce section and you know there's a bunch of stuff there and you're mm -hmm. kind of grabbing that avocado or that apple and you're kind of taking a look at it and you're like, you know what? I know I want an apple, just not this exact apple. You put it back, you <laughs> grab another one, you're like, this is the one I want and you finally take it home versus right. somebody standing there and saying, hey, I got apples, apples, apples. You want apples? Come get apples, two apples for the price of one. Here you go. Right. There you go. Yeah, for sure. And, and that's, you know, it's, it's fun in our coaching space. It's interesting when people come in, they say, well, I need to be coached on recruiting. I say, well, well tell me what you know about recruiting. And they'll say, well, uh, I've sold $20 million in sales. Okay, great. Well, tell me what you've done in the recruiting space. Well, I, I have an admin. Okay, great. T tell me what else you've done in the recruiting space. And, and very, very, to your point, I don't think a lot of people know the difference between recruiting and sales. And that's, that's when we get to help them. So <clears throat> when you walk into an, an, an agency or uh, when you bring somebody on to work with you, when you recruit somebody to bring on to work with you, um, how do they even, if they, don't, if they can't define the difference between the two, how do they know they need a recruiter? That's a great question. So I always look at it this way, uh, and, and I coach a lot of brokerages around the world, actually. We have, we have some clients in, in New Zealand of all places, right? They've, they found us and they say, hey, listen, we want to grow our company and we want to help. Uh, we, we want your help. So I've helped, I've helped this company here recently. Uh, they thought, well, we have a manager and we have a broker and we need to grow our agent count. I said, okay, great. Well, let's have a look at this. And so we sat down. We, we did what was called a, basically a, a simple business analysis and then did what was called an appreciative inquiry. And, and we realized that they needed a growth department because the manager wasn't going to recruit. Right? The manager is managing the company. The broker was not going to recruit because he or she was actually going to be the broker that was responsible for all the I's being dotted and all the T's being crossed. They needed a specific person that was going to go find the talent that the owner was actually looking for to build the company big, fast, and strong. Um, and so when you slow down long enough and you start to build your organization, this is all my opinion, when you slow down long enough and you start to want to really build your organization, 
um, you've got to start with your vision statement, right? So first of all, it's like, okay, fine. What is the actual vision that you have as a business owner? And then can you articulate that in a vision statement? And then can your recruiter go out and then make that vision come become a reality? And so that's, that's what a recruiter really is, is bringing that vision that they have, using the vision statement and bringing it to reality and finding you to see if you fit inside of that reality, that, that vision statement, and can your world happen inside of that vision. So I'm going to get super selfish here. Um, we're in a position in our insurance agency where we're doing exactly that. We've gotten to the point where we're about 40, 43 strong uh, yeah. insurance agents in our, in our agency. And we have been actively, I guess, looking for a recruiter. We keep kind of pawning off that role into different uh, in, in, into other pieces of what we're already doing. I'm the accountant, sure. James over there, he's managing people. And it's exactly like you said, his role is to manage. And yet we're over here saying, yeah, but you also got to recruit some people. And it's kind of one of those tough scenarios there. Um, if you were to come in, uh, one of the things you said was, was aligning the vision, see if we can, we can uh, expand that out. So I'm going to get a little selfish here. James, can you share the vision of pipeline with, uh, with Adam here? See if we can, work a little bit of recruiting here uh well i mean we said it early on in the show we are empowering licensed professionals to effectively add insurance to their existing businesses so i don't know mm -hmm. if that really i hope that that really explains our, our my my hope is yeah that it really explains what we do and how we do it so so can can i can i play with you there can i can i dive in with you yeah absolutely okay. absolutely so so would you mind re repeating that again uh, we empower licensed professionals to effectively add insurance to their existing businesses. Great. And right now, how has that vision statement attracted people? What does that do to attract me? Just curious, totally I curious. Uh, I think it's actually done quite a bit to attract people. It, um, we've been able to, to build on that, and we even have like a how we do exactly what we want to do which is, uh, first of all, to make it as easy as possible to write, submit, and refer business to us. Um, make each referral as profitable as possible through the power of education and uh, maintain the highest level of uh, retention through proactive service and support. Beautiful. So basically, you, those are your pillars, right? Those are the pillars of the company. Right. Excellent. Mm -hmm. so, so this is what I always share with any of my coaching clients is we've got to take that vision and we've got to go build the, uh, the, the ability for you to articulate that, right? So when I took over at Keller Williams office here in Charleston, South Carolina, we had about 130 agents. And, and I came in, I said, listen, let, let's pause this for a second because there, there, there's nothing attracting anyone to this company. It's a Keller Williams franchise, fantastic, high five, you did good. Well, why do you only have 130 agents when there's 6,000 agents on the board? Let's go get 10%, right? And so we, we paused and I came up with this vision statement. I said, let's build the most attractive and vibrant real estate office in all of Charleston, then the Carolinas, and then the nation committed to a model of excellence. And that was it. And then we had hashtag billion dollar office. And so what was really fun about that was as we went down that vision statement, I made sure everybody and anybody who walked into our front doors could feel it, could see it, could smell it, could taste it. And all my agents could articulate it. We would have team meetings where I would challenge them to say it. And by the time that I was finished, 
When I left, we were doing, um, let's say we had about 130 agents. When I left, we had nearly 400 agents in a three-year period, and we went from $380 million in sales to nearly a billion dollars in sales, uh, all because we built an attractive and a vibrant, the most vibrant, where people wanted to be a part of that, and they'd come knock on our door. And, and, and I've said this before on other podcasts, this is what we did to build vibrancy, right? Is simply, I put Sonos speakers in every corner of the office, <clears throat> and I told... Uh, I, I told our, our director of operations, I don't care what music's playing. If we got Dolly Parton, if we got Tupac, you got Biggie, I don't care. Just bring some sound, bring some energy. And then I got rid of everyone's desks. We had about 12,000 square feet, and I got rid of everyone's desks. And I said, I'm going to buy you all stand-up desks because motion creates emotion. And they all had the, the film on their glass doors. I said, I'm taking it all down because it blocks the energy. They're like, no, you're crazy. Wasn't you? You're from California. You're nuts. This guy's nuts. <laughs> like, no, this is what we're going to do. And, and he was the cool part. And I, I, I know I'm doing a lot of talking here, but this was really powerful, right? Because we went from, we grew from 130 agents and we hit 200. Then we hit 300. And, and inside of Keller Williams, they have a profit share model. And, and I kept telling everybody, listen, as the company continues to grow and go from $300,000 in profit, to, to nearly $700,000 in profit, your profit share is going to grow exponentially and you won't have to do a damn thing. So let me keep growing this company. And, and we did. And that was the cool part. And then more people started coming in. We started building what was called the comma club where we talked about passive income. And I bought people commas and I put them on their door and I said, you're part of the comma club. No clue what the hell that I love it. it up, right? <laughs> uh, and so, so that was, that was our vision coming bring it to, to reality. That's awesome. I like the comma club. The comma club yeah. is awesome. Then you can do the two comma club. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, <laughs> let's see if you're a badass and get three. Yo. <laughs> we create one of those there agents. We're happy with them. <laughs> right? But, you know, a lot of that is, is it sounds like culture, right? Like it, it's not so much this is a process and this is the way we do things. It's actually taking that process and making it part of the individuals that are in that organization. Like you, you said something specific there about internalizing, about making them repeat it over and over so that they knew exactly what it was. How yeah. vital is that for your growth? Is that a form of recruiting where you're getting your internal already existing agents in your agency to go out and talk about what it is they do on a regular basis? Is that the, the motive behind it? Absolutely. Think, think about this. Think about coming into a company and, and you're, you're running this company and maybe you have a hundred people that are already working at that company. You've actually got to re-recruit those people, right? You've got to recruit them either to your vision or the vision that was already there. You've got to slow down long enough to see and smell and taste and, and, and get a temperature on that current culture. Because again, it is your job as whatever your title is to recruit people to your vision. Now, I had a mentor tell me one time, it doesn't matter. Um, well, let's just put it this way. If your vision is big enough, you can recruit anybody into that vision as long as they can see themselves achieving their vision inside of yours. Once that vision though of theirs exceeds yours, the retention, you actually your attrition rate's going to increase. Hmm. That's deep though. That's powerful. So your vision has to be grander or it just has to be, it has to encompass whatever it is they want. Right. So that, that, that goes back to, that goes back to the recruiting, right? I didn't answer your question, 
because that goes back to the recruiting. So if I'm sitting down recruiting you, my job is to keep my vision, right? So we had hashtag billion dollar office. We wanted to be the first billion dollar sales office in all of Charleston. No, no singular office had ever done that. The largest um, company here in town has about 14, 15 offices and they do about $2 billion in sales. But we were gonna do a billion from one office. So as I'm sitting down recruiting you, I'm listening to where it is you're looking to grow to. And I'm asking you questions. I'm coming from curiosity and I'm staying in this space to keep you sharing with me to see, I'm listening to see if your vision will fit into our vision. And if your vision exceeds our vision, I as the leader of the team, I better increase mine if I think you're talent and I want to keep you. Hmm. Right? That's not to BS. Don't BS them. If your vision is, is not as big as theirs, Cool, but don't BS them. Just be real. Yeah, so in the vision James shared, there was no like monetary grand scheme type of notion in there. It's, it's, what, mm-hmm. it's what we do as far as how we build them. We're, we're like, look, dude, you already have an existing business. You are a mortgage office. You are a tax office. You are a whatever it is. Not entirely true, though, because we do have our BHAG. All right. We do have we do have our 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 goal of one hundred agents making ten thousand dollars a month each. Nice. That's true. That's true. But is that part of our vision that we're talking about on on recruitment? Uh yeah, I mean I would say it is. Uh well, okay. Maybe not at the recruiting stage, because I don't know what our recruiters actually tell people, but I know when I get to talk to them during the orientation, that is part of it. So did I hear you write 100 agents doing 10,000, was it 10,000? A month. $10,000 in commissions, yep, a month. Gotcha. That's great. And so, so that, again, I, I don't know where that is in, in your space, um, uh, how achievable that is for an individual to do $10,000 a month. That's pretty cool though, right? So if you're sitting down with me and you're like, listen, here's our vision statement and here's our pillars. And oh, by the way, we're only looking for a hundred agents that can do $10,000 a month. Uh, and then, and then we're capped and we're where we want to be. Is that going to be one of you? Is that you? Right. I like that. The exclusivity feeling of it. Yeah. Right? So, it's, it's almost yeah. setting the bar and you're like, are you, you know, I know you want to do good things and that's cool. You're going to make, you're going to go out and do them. But if you want to be part of our team, this is what we're looking for. Are you this fit? Exactly. You know, when, when we would, so I would teach our hiring managers. And so we had, um, so I, again, when I was a team leader, uh, my opportunity was to create an assistant team leader. I wasn't a big red tape guy and I don't have to go through all the red tape inside the, the franchise and all that mm-hmm. stuff. So I, just, I created my own. Uh, uh, a position called a hiring manager. And the hiring manager was responsible for all the new agents. And we had a goal of, of again, growing this office. And so I wanted to create a pond for my big mega agents to recruit from internally, right? That was my value proposition to them that I would help them build their teams with the talent that I would recruit. And they knew I was a good recruiter, so they knew they were going to have a good pond to fish from. So anyway, so long story short, I told my hiring manager, I said, here's what I want you to say. Sit down with as many as you want, and you can recruit as many as you want, and tell them, ask them this question first, and only one question. Tell me the thing that you're most proud of since either graduating high school or college, and just listen, and just shut up and listen, and see what they have to say. Don't judge, just listen. And then simply say, hey, listen, because this this meeting's either gonna go for five minutes, or it's gonna go for 25 minutes, because either you're gonna be one of the seven that I'm gonna take this month, 
or you're not. So tell me what you're most proud of. <laughs> yeah, talk about on the spot. Right? I I, 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 we wanted to know, right? And, and that year, um, that year we brought in 168 agents in one year. Hmm. Agents. And that's when we had 65% growth of our profit. Crushed it the next year. Crushed it. I love that question. It's deep. And it's also, you know, I, I interviewed David Meltzer not too long ago and he told me something that's really cool. He's like, he's like, make sure that when you talk to people, you're more interested than interesting. Right. Yeah, totally. And that's one of those questions that's, you know, and, and I talk about that when I talk to people about interviewing and doing things, uh, you know, when it comes to podcasting doing an interview based podcast, I'm yeah. like, look, if you can guide the discussion based on what's going on with the guest at the end of the show, they're going to love you because they talked about that one important thing that, that the most important thing in their own life, which is themselves. That question right. that you just asked right there, it doesn't really matter what the answer is because it's about them. Totally. So, I mean, what, what, do, what do people love to talk about them the most? Themselves. themselves. So you get someone, and this was the, this was the uh, I mean, I talked on stage many times in, in KW, and I said, listen, how do you set appointments, Adam? How do, you, how do you set appointments? I said, well, you get them talking about themselves at first, right? You call them up and say, hey, hey, James, Adam Roach, Keller Williams Realty. I was just running through some board numbers because I realized numbers are language of business. And man, I just want to say congratulations. And then be a pause. And they say, congratulations for what? Right? And then you go right into them. Man, I was running through these numbers and I see that you're up 25% year over year. Man, that's pretty strong. Did you know that? Well, no. Great. <laughs> Did you know that the board's up 10%, which means you're out producing the board by 15%, man. Way to go. Let me ask you, if you sat down at the dining room table and someone said, hey, listen, I sell 15% more than the market does, what do you think they'd say? List my house, list my house. Right? And then here was the catcher. Here was the catcher. So I'd say, James, congratulations, man. You're outperforming the board by 15%. You're up 25%. But, bro, we are up 65%. So, James, let me ask you a question. Just out of curiosity, what would your business look like if you were up an additional 45%? Pause, pause, pause. Right? They're like, whoa. And then you ask them what their average commission was. You say, what would you do with that money? And you say, hey, listen. Would it be worth your time for 45 minutes to learn how I can increase your pocketbook by an additional $200,000? They say, no. And I say, great. Or I'm not interested. And this is my favorite. Well, I'm not interested. What are you not interested in? Making an additional $200,000 or meeting with me? And they say, well, meeting with you. I say, great. What is it about me? Maybe I can put you in touch with somebody else that could maybe show you how to make $2. No, no, no. That's okay. Yeah, you know, I got so many scripts, man. It's so fun. It's so much fun. So much fun. But see, and, and that's the thing right there, right? And this is the problem when you talk to people about recruiting where they have issues. When they hear something like, you know, I don't want to talk to you, they right. shut down. Like that's where it's game over. That's where, you know, you, you just said something that's unique to people who are good at sales, people who are good at recruiting, people who have people skills. When you hear no, that's when your light turns on. You're like, oh, really? Okay, well, why not? <laughs> right? Like you right. take that extra initiative. Uh, in your experience, how hard has it been to train somebody to do that or to, or, or do you even care if you, if you're going through the list and it's like, you, you obviously see somebody who no shuts them down. Is it on to the next? Yep. So here, 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 this is what I tell all my coaching clients. And this is a coach. So someone coaching this into me a long time ago. Some will, some won't, some wait. So what, who's next? Hmm. <laughs> Some will, some won't, some wait, so what, who's next? And you better put that in front of you on the mirror, That right? You gotta have that mirror right in front of you. When you're making your calls, 
you got to smile and dial, right? So they got to hear your smile when you're talking to them on the other line. And if they hang up on you, fantastic. You call them right back and say, man, I lost you. <laughs> and they'll say, no, I hung up on you. I said, well, just out of curiosity, what would cause you to hang up on me? And just pause, <laughs> yeah. right? Just keep going. Keep, come wow. curiosity always, always, always. Yeah, you said it best. The person who is asking the questions is the one in control, right? The one talking is the one that feels they got the most out of it. And yeah, just, just keep asking questions. It's funny. I love that. Hey, we got disconnected. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, I noticed on your website, by the way, um, I love recruiting.com. I noticed that you started a podcast. We did. Yes. So we tell me a little bit about your thought process on starting a podcast, why you started it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great, great question. So the vision there behind I love recruiting is we want to, and we will recruit a hundred million people. We're not sure how, we're not sure when. Well, actually we have to do it, uh, uh, let's see here. We had to do it before I was 60. So I think we've got 17 years, yeah. Um, so we've got until February 13th, 17 years from now, right? So 2017. Um, and I, I don't know, I just had, I just had this, I had this itch, I had this desire to wanna reach out to people and share the value of recruiting. And here was the thing. I had many people share with me, Adam, you need to stay in your lane. I thought, okay, fine. Recruiting in the real estate space is fine. But recruiting's not just in real estate. I mean, it's in insurance. It's everywhere, right? And so my very first guest, Alexander Starr. Alexander Starr is, a, is, a, um, um, is he an Emmy winner, a Grammy winner. I can't remember. Uh, he's a badass though, right? He's got hit songs and he had to recruit his way to that spot. He had to recruit his producer, his engineer, his booking person. He had to go and, and he did it all based on his talent, right? Um, and then we went into the real estate world and then yesterday's podcast dropped uh, and it was Daniel Ramsey from my out desk. Right. And so he had to recruit his way to, to the organization that he's built, which does $20 million in revenue a year. So my vision there was I want to take this recruiting space and just blow it up. Hell, if I can get Dr. Ruth on there, old school, Dr. Ruth, I mean, come on. You, you got to recruit your, 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 your significant other in bed sometimes, right? <laughs> yeah, it, it, it happens more often the longer you've been married. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. exactly. So, now, so yeah, that, that's it, man. That's, that's awesome, man. I, I've, I've recently started, uh, and I mean recently, last week, uh, launching my podcast coaching program, helping people to create their podcast. It's a four-week program, right? Uh, mainly because the, my, my purpose behind it is, I'm not here to help you create the next Joe Rogan podcast, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, podcasting is great. And is it possible for you to be number one? Absolutely, it is. Problem is there's only one number one. After that, it's number two, three, four, five, and so forth. Right. My biggest thing for podcasting is this is going to be a space where you can create content that you can repurpose over and over and over again and help grow your own brand. Become My thing is redefining an influencer so that you can understand that you are an influencer within your circle. And you want to make sure that you are somebody who is, uh, stays top of mind, a thought leader within your industry. So when people are thinking real estate, they think of you because they've seen your content over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And Love so, it. and so I'm curious, that's why I was curious about, you know, your, your mindset behind podcasting. And it seems to be kind of the same thing. I have a message. I want mm -hmm. to share this message and mm -hmm. this is the medium that allows me to do it. Are you guys doing exactly. uh, pure audio or yeah. video also? Both. Yeah. So, so we, we have, we have both going on. 
Um, and then, and then our platforms, we have, we have three different platforms. One's called recruiting bridge. And that's, that is specific to KW. We built that inside of KW, which is a, a recruiting platform. It's a communication platform, um, that has all the CRM functionalities to, to house your recruits. Right. Uh, and then we white labeled that we took it out to other brokerages and that's called exceed and that's X C E E D dot I O. And then we took it one step further. And this is what I love about KW because KW has tentacles everywhere. When people get out of KW, they still remember you or they still remember your product. And so we launched one actually in the chamber of commerce world. And so I love recruiting. My, my goal is to drive people to I love recruiting.com to engage in our podcast, to engage in recruiting coaching, um, to engage in our newsletter. I mean, I want to give so much free content out in the recruiting space that we actually am, impact and and recruit 100 million people we will and that that see and those were those are some of those big audacious goals that you know to even say that expresses a, a manner of uh, a level of confidence within you that's that's impressive right like people you know people can't think a thousand <laughs> my whole thing is like i'm like look if you have a thousand raving fans a thousand people that you can recruit on board that listen to your to your information that consume your content that are there to back you up you sell them ten dollars a month to that particular thousand raving fans you have a good income you have a, a sufficient income to sustain your family you need a thousand you don't have to go after a million Although there are people in this world who are like, I'm going to recruit. That's how many people I'm going to recruit. hundred million people, but in the next 17 right? years and that's okay yeah. too. Like that's that. But, but again, it's like you've worked your way. You've worked your way from, I'm going to recruit 10 to I'm going to recruit a hundred to I'm going to recruit a thousand to I'm going to recruit so many that you, that goal in your mind is definitely attainable. It's definitely achievable. And it's, and it's something that, like you said, you have 17 years out that you're looking at that, at that goal. In the meantime, right. you're taking steps every single day to get there, right? Yeah. Tell me a little bit about those steps. Yeah, so every day, so you know, it's fascinating times right now. I'm gonna to be totally transparent. So with this whole coronavirus, this, this whole scare, this whole mindset, right? Um, so, so Recruiting Bridge, Exceed, Chamber Scout, they're all subscription-based platforms. Uh, so each month, uh, the, 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 the Keller Wings franchise will pay or, or other franchises will pay or the Chambers will pay. And we've actually even gone into the agent world where we are becoming the Zillow of recruiting leads. And, and that's for any industry, right? So if you, if you want to do the insurance world, great, we'll generate leads for you. If you want to do the real estate world, great, we'll generate leads for you. So this is transparency though. It's, 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 it's fascinating where the mind goes as it relates to lack, right? So I, I, I'm going to say this lovingly because we've had in the last seven days, right? Yeah, I'm going to go seven days, seven, seven, eight days. We've had over 23 cancellations. Now, does that suck? Hell yeah, that sucks. However, at the same time, it's like, where, where are their minds really going? Because they could reach out to me and I'd be happy to give them a discounted rate so they could, so they didn't have to stop recruiting, right? Because think about that. You're shutting your system down of what brings revenue. Right? Because what does recruiting do? Recruiting solves everything. I want everybody to remember that. Recruiting solves everything. And when you shut down your recruiting system and you want to go back to, let's just say, a, a Google spreadsheet, okay, great. But your efficiency level decreases because now your shit's everywhere, right? Mm -hmm. And our platforms keep them 
organized, they keep them so structured, they keep them so simple to who to follow up with. I just kind of wanted to share that, that you don't have to cancel. If, if any of you are Recruiting Bridge um, subscribers or Exceed subscribers or, or even Chamber Scout, I don't know if any Chamber of Commerce people are listening, holler at me. You know, you don't have to cancel. I'll even put it on hold. Um, don't stop recruiting, though, right? It's, recruiting it's fixes everything. Yeah, it's amazing how uh, during these times a lot of that happens. You you push you pull back on your marketing budgets. You pull back on your recruiting efforts. I, even even I, I had thought the same thing. I had scheduled my launch date prior to this whole corona, coronavirus thing coming, and as it hit, I was thinking, do I do I stop? Like that thought did cross my mind, and then I started sure. thinking, no, this is the perfect time. This is where you have more time at home to do your recruiting. This is where you have more time to, to improve your course. This is where you have more time to get on the phone and talk to people. It's not going to be a lunch date, obviously, right? But you can have lunch with me and we'll be on Zoom. Like it'll still right. work out. It's, this is the time where you need to start pushing more efforts. This is where your ad spend should go up. This is yeah. where fortunes change. They don't disappear. They just change hands. Do you have your hands open or do you have your hands closed? Are you a mindset of abundance or are you a mindset of scarcity? Like it's, Hold on. It's let me, let me share, share this with you. So my good friend Daniel Ramsey from my out desk uh, interviewed him. And he said something really good. Uh, and he says, sure, you want to cut the fat, not the muscle. Right, so you look at your P and L. Cut the fat, right? Cut the fat. Go pay attention to what is fat. Don't cut your muscle. Right, we work so hard at the gym to go build muscle, right? And then and it only takes a few bags of binge eating chips or drinking beer, right, to get rid of that muscle. And don't cut that. Don't cut the muscle. Cut the fat. And it's just fascinating where people's heads go. And again, I'm I'm not soapboxing here. I'm just I'm, I'm hopefully I'm teaching or I'm recruiting people to not. Or, or to, to keep recruiting, right? That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to go negative. Just keep recruiting and keep using systems that keep you efficient and effective. Absolutely. You got time. Don't waste it. Every moment of time right now in this type of phase, it, to me, yep. is worth, it's worth double because there are other people who are shutting down, right? This, yeah, is, totally. this is vacation time all of a sudden. This is not vacation time. You still need to be productive. Productivity today is valued way more than when you're normal schedule routine is, is fine right now is when that little bit, it takes a little bit of extra to get a little to get mm -hmm. up earlier. It takes a little bit extra to sit down in the office. It takes a little bit extra to put in that extra effort because you got that nine and 11 year old at home with you. Right. Oh, so it's gonna yeah, take right? time. And speaking of extra yeah, time, sure. Adam, thank you for being on the program today, man. I learned a lot. Hey, man. This is a blast. For and, sure. Uh, one more time. Tell me a little bit about how to get a hold of, how to get a hold of you uh, for recruiting information. Yep, sure. So they can all go to iloverecruiting.com. They can go to uh, download the podcast, I Love Recruiting. Uh, if you want to find me personally on Instagram, it's just Adam R. Roach. And Instagram for I Love Recruiting is just i.love.recruiting. And they can come find us all there. Fill out the, uh, get the newsletter. Uh, we'll, we'll give as many free uh, how-to recruiting tips to you as possible. And then, of course, we're going to recruit you. Um, and then to be in our coaching platforms or use one of our platforms or heck, connect with all of our people that are recruiting all across the country or the world for that matter. Awesome, dude. Yeah, man. Well, I, I appreciate the time you hopped on here. I know it's a, it's a craziness out in the world. Stay safe out there. And uh, ladies and gents, that's all we got for you guys today. Peace. Peace. And we are out. Thank you for listening to the Business Bros Podcast. Are you interested in being on the show? 
Are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance? Reach out to the Business Bros via email, businessbros at csfirst.com right now or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to subscribe and share the podcast with the business professionals who you think would benefit from the show.